Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, back. There you are. There we are. Hello. Yeah, I just got kicked off for no reason. Yeah, we run out of time eventually. They, I think they just, uh, <clears throat> that's all they can process at one point or something. So they just shut you off. That's okay. I don't know. Either way, um, what was what, what you, the last thing? I don't know. Anyway, I said I will endorse violence against these people. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for that. As you, as I put it on the episode, I might, if I fall for a hoax, I might look a little silly. I might look stupid. But when I find out who perpetrated this hoax, you're going to look a little wheelchairy and a little broken jawy. Good. Um, but the, the, the thing is, though, Eric, just make sure that you admit that you were wrong. And that's the important thing. Yeah, you can go back and listen on speaker.com. I fully admitted I fell for it. I fully admitted, uh, and frankly, I'm I'm embarrassed because I usually don't. These guys got me good, but it's because they got me on Twitter and told me directly that it was not a hoax. Uh, invited me into their inner sanctum and totally joked about it, and then made the point that they've oh well I li- now we've opened your eyes. My eyes didn't need opening; they weren't closed. And I'm not hearing you again. Sorry, Gordy. Uh... No, that's not good. Getting hugely fed up with this now. This is getting very frustrating. Yeah, it's it's getting annoying. Uh, we are going to have to come up with something better. Um, yeah. Which we will soon, I promise. Absolutely. Uh, well, I should have a pretty cushy. I'm, I'm sure the mayor must have a decent computer in his office. I like to hope so. And speaking of which, I will be getting my computer set up within the next month. Um, and then Excellent. I'll be able to do stuff right from, like, I'll be able to set it up right from my basement. I'll be able to set things up, have a clearer voice. So this, we should be able to get a better platform within the next month or so. I can have better equipment uh, soon. <laughs> I've got uh, some great opportunities to purchase it. I just don't have the money. If you heard the prices that I'm being offered, you go get the goddamn money quick. But I can't. I don't have any resources. Um, and I have to be very careful where I get money from now because I have to declare all that <laughs> from here on in. <laughs> I have to give a complete financial statement uh, before I take office, actually. I think you have something like five days after the election to explain your campaign finances and, and your own personal finances. Well, so, it should be enough time because, you know, it's not like it'll be that long of a list for you. <laughs> oh, no, me, me explaining my finances is uh, pretty great. I don't have any. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's it. <laughs> Campaign? No, <laughs> that's, that's not happening. I uh, no hand hand painted signs and uh, and a lot of smiles and hugs. That's what we're handing out on this campaign. <laughs> I had a friend no. put up a hundred dollars. Uh, an American friend who put up the hundred dollars. So, uh, well, well done. That's, uh, 
I'm sorry. I said, well done. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was uh, really good. Actually, she, she approached me and asked how could she help? Hmm. And I said, she actually was uh, looking to donate money to uh, the, either the, my company or my charity. And I said, well, really, if you want to contribute something, uh, you can, you can uh, contribute to my campaign. And she did. So, well done. That's awesome. Congratulations. So that's, I, I, well, that's, we'll see. I, I don't know exactly. That was the other thing, but I'm getting my 25 signatures and I've got some friends in the neighborhood. I'll put down 23 names for you. And no, it doesn't work that way. They check. <laughs> but thank you everybody for this. Well, you- I do appreciate it. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now here's the funny thing about that. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk. I, I guess it's public. You can go on the internet and get it. So, uh, they do encourage you to get as many signatures as possible, because 25 of them have to check out. If if you end up with 24 legit ones at the end of the day, you walk away with nothing. Uh, uh, but if you get, if you get 50 signatures and half of them are bogus, you're still golden. That's see, that's not right. I don't think any of them should be bogus. I think no, that should be changed. No, I love it. Um, yeah, it's a terrible way to do it. I mean, it's uh, but then again, I got a question. Uh, some of the ones that I got, so I'm gonna go on their side on this one. <laughs> well, whatever works, I guess. <laughs> um. And of course, my signature counts uh, as one of them. So you only need twenty-four, really. Oh, really? So Wait, you're only this is one, really? Oh, of course. Just like yeah. you vote for yourself, your wow. vote counts. You can vote for who you want. I do. I'm not convinced. I'll vote for myself. It's a long campaign, kids. I don't know if I'll agree with me by the end of it. <laughs> But if you do, by all means, cast your vote. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good candidates. I know David Chen, uh, who is uh, just before me in the polls, <laughs> he, uh, David Chen just likes running for things. Yeah, he, he just, I think he just likes his name on signs or something. He doesn't care about winning. Oh. Yeah, he's, just, he's always running for something. So, I, you know... Maybe I'll throw him a bone. He never seems to win anything. Uh, <laughs> Give him the courtesy, uh, a courtesy uh, a vote. <laughs> I don't know uh, the rest of them. I uh, I really don't. I do know um, Mr. Stewart, who I met and was great. Uh, okay. Well, you're farther ahead of the game than me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to hear a lot more about this, so... We can put it to bed for the night, um, but it's happening. We're doing it, and no matter what happens, we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun doing it. Um, that's the there's best nothing I'm not allowed to talk about so far uh, other than the registered voter list, which I can request and have to keep confidential. Um, now, 
Oh, okay. No, that makes that makes sense. That's an invasion of privacy. Uh, the, the the registered voter list because I get the names and addresses of every registered voter in the in the city. I can't just go hand those out. That would be a bad idea. Um, now my personal yeah. <laughs> my personal information, everything about me. It's a it's a forty two page application you have to fill out, and that is wow. all available under the Freedom of Information Act. So you get to know everything about me. Um, literally everything. Anybody I'm affiliated with uh, professionally, uh, clubs I may be in, um, all my financials, they're all a matter of public record now. That's huh. a little... The only thing they don't publish is my draft. Daunting. Yeah. They they don't put the home address. Is it? Well, no, that makes sense. But they do put your phone number. So. Oh, great! <laughs> now I'm hoping everybody is smart enough to immediately change their phone number. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Or, or you know, a lot of people have more than one number now. You get a free number, you put it down. That works. It's fine. I would think. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that counts to get kicked yeah. out. Maybe I should look into that before I say anything. The last thing I would want to do is get until, uh, <laughs> like, September 14th. If you're in on the 14th, you're in. Uh, they have from the from the 4th to the 14th to try and get you out. And I would hate for, like, on September 13th, them to find some stupid thing I did that I can't get in. So I'm trying to be very careful from now until then. <laughs> We'll make sure we keep you as clean as we can for that. that I'm definitely weeks. trying. Um, but there is the matter of my friends and family. Which, uh, <laughs> what could happen. I, I'm friends with some interesting people who could get me. Now, does this mean that I'm going to end up getting a phone call from somebody at some point asking me questions oh, I about imagine you? Any day now. Uh, as soon as. I'm in. I mean, I, I would imagine some of the other candidates would try to uh, find out stuff about you and try to find a reason why I don't qualify. Because I think I can stir the pot here a lot. And people have people have been doing, like you're supposed to start this in January. I did not know that. <laughs> January, <laughs> August, whatever is when you're allowed to start. <laughs> I I had no idea. I, so these people, they've been in, there's seven of them who've been doing this since January. So they're, they got all their ducks in a row. They, they're, they're ready to go. And I'm, I always live by like uh, ready, shoot, aim. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into some of their ideas because they didn't plan for a me. Uh, no, they're planning for all their, their kind. Nobody seen a me yet. <laughs> uh, fantastical No, they certainly have not. Do you remember a Wes Craven movie called Shocker about a serial killer who gets the electric chair and he lives and he can travel through electric... electric? Absolutely, I remember that. <laughs> that, that is you. Is me. You guys have never seen anything like me. I am not Rob Ford. I am 
not a uh, uh, comical figure. I am not a joke. I am a threat. People like me. I'm charming. <laughs> uh, I stand a chance. That scares people. Gregor Robertson won with 74,000 votes. I can do that. No problem. I need a... How many? How many voters? Nine hundred thousand. Uh, no, how many? Six hundred thousand people in Vancouver. Uh, he won with seventy thousand votes. I'm not sure how many people voted, but uh, he got forty percent of ten percent of the population. Uh, I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely I attainable. One Chinese-speaking guy on my staff, and I'm in. Or I need my. They're pretty easy to I come by Google out there. Translate to work properly would help. Google, I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> There's actually a device that's been invented that will translate any language to to any language. Well, that's Google Translate. It's it's a portable device you can carry I with that. It's better than Google Translate. It's it's way more. I accurate. think anything has to be better than Google Translate. I'm sorry, Google. Um, what was the one they sent me? There was one I got. I got an app suggestion that had something to do with this, and it was really funny. But I don't remember what it is now. I did uh, download the period tracker that they suggested, and uh, yeah, still haven't had one. So, <laughs> uh, thank you for the suggestion, though, Google. I am tracking very closely, and as soon as I have a period, you guys will be the first to know. <laughs> what else? That's it. Uh, uh, guys, get out and vote. Let's Gregor Robertson by how many people vote this year. Let's get the whole city out there voting. Uh, all of us. I think that's one of the biggest things that they're all these people running are most afraid of is the masses actually all exactly. voting instead of it just being 10%. If you get the whole group of everybody voting, now you're getting a whole lot of opinions thrown at people at once, and I think that's a great... That's what it should be, and that's why people like uh, the illustrious Mr. Donald Trump try to impose laws regarding ID and uh, you know qualifications you need to vote. Well, guess what? You don't. That's the point of democracy. You don't need qualifications. You just need to be alive. That's right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop on that subject. Thanks, guys. Get out and vote. Keep listening. And if, if ever I've needed you guys' support, your letters, your emails, your uh, anchor.fm messages, now is the time. Support me in this, and I promise you, I will take it seriously. I will make an attempt to be our voice, a voice for us, and. Uh, get the politicians out of politics and start doing the shit we care about, especially in Vancouver. Guess what? The other part of my campaign, I am a real change, not a realtor. I'm not going to tell you what you can and cannot do with the property you spent your whole life saving up for to buy. The uh, this, this empty home tax, if I want to leave my home empty, I'll leave it goddamn empty. 
This empty home tax can go straight to hell. Uh, if I want to have an Airbnb in my house, I'll have it. In, it's my goddamn house. I spent my whole life paying for it. Um, and I'm not going to buy and sell properties. This is becoming the, the city of Vancouver has become a giant game of monopoly. Everybody wants to be a realtor. Well, I'm not a realtor. I'm a real choice. There you go. Enough. Moving on. And there is a very drastic difference. What's the difference? <laughs> no, I say there is a very <laughs> drastic difference. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten silly around here. It's property deals. That's all they talk about. Um, it's unnecessary. It's not where we're supposed to be. So we'll see what happens. There was a guy in Vancouver. Just quickly, there was a guy in Vancouver um, who was selling his property. He has a penthouse suite, highly desired area, top floor overlooking. It's a 360 degree view. It's a gorgeous place. It has been on the market for, I think at the time, two and a half years. Wow. It's because he refuses to sell it to somebody who's only going to be there two weeks out of the year. He wants to have this go to somebody to be their sort of forever home. Because of that decision, it has not sold in two and a half years. So, yeah. <laughs> I, that was I know a family from Toronto. Uh, cattle family. Big, I don't recall their name, unfortunately. They're big in the cattle industry. They live in Toronto. They hate hotels. So they have a home in Caulfield, which is at the bottom of the British properties in West Vancouver. And that's where they stay when they're in town because they hate hotels. So they may not stay there in the course of a year. They may stay there a bunch of times in the course of a year. They don't know. But they pay people to maintain the property and check the alarms and whatnot. Why is that? Why should they have to pay for that? The house is bought and paid for. The property taxes are paid all year. Who the hell am I to tell them what to do with it? It's true. The other thing I am going to try to sidestep. Sorry, I said I was going to shut up, and now I'm getting back into it. Um, ride sharing. Now, have you ever asked a friend for a ride? Yes. Have you ever offered them money for a ride? Yes. Have either of you ever checked with the provincial government to make sure that was okay? No. I, I, I lost your answer. That's funny, but I'm going to assume it was no. Sorry. Uh, it was no. <laughs> why are we even including the provincial government in the ride-sharing debate? It's not necessary. We may have to sidestep Uber. Sorry, Uber. They don't like you. Well, who needs Uber? We don't need them. I'll do an app right now. Eric, no. I can design an app in five seconds, exactly the same as Uber. So Uber, yeah, maybe we don't get Uber, but we can do ride sharing without Johnny. We don't need his. Uh, I think they need to get rid of taxi cabs. That's what they need to get rid of. Yeah, I don't think the city can do that. I think again, that's a provincial thing. But uh, first thing I'll look at, absolutely cracking down on these. I almost swore. Um. <laughs> Or at least ensure that they do their job. Because this wouldn't be such a discussion if these... Yeah, but they might do their job, but look at the cost. Not just the cost of what we pay. It's the cost of what it costs them to do their jobs. That, I see, again, it's a... 
And it makes no sense. You can set up an Uber for free, but yet these guys have got to drop out like $60,000 a year. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's, it's provincial. I can't, I can't do that until now. Granted, that is my goal. Uh, this is a foot in the door um, to go take John Horgan's job from him. That's going to take some time. <laughs> so let's do one step at a time. That's it. I eliminated Gregor. I'm about to take his job, and God, how cool would that be? If I if I <laughs> took Gregor's job after all the talk I've done this year, oh my God, that'd be just so perfect. Plus, the uh, lady who runs the home that I uh, currently live in. Uh, if I got to walk in there and she said, did you get a job today? And I could look at her and go, well, as a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> and you're fired. I'm the ma'am, bitch. <laughs> I, I now decide whether you get funding this year or not. So I decide <laughs> what time I go to bed tonight. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> And your lust for power has gonna be, uh, you know, there's got to be a few perks. I mean, when you're in town, Gord, you're not you're not paying for parking downtown. You you know this. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of angry uh, transit police <laughs> when when they when they try to when when they try to hand me that two hundred and seventy three dollar fine and I go no. That's not happening. Do you want to share this beer on the train? No. <laughs> I won't tell the boss. I promise. <laughs> you can trust me. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of that happening. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm going to be uh, a little more accessible than I was. Because as far as I can tell, there's no reason to sit in your office all day. Uh, from what I'm reading, there's not a hell of a lot for me to do. I'm going to be out doing my everyday, day-to-day thing. And I, I've yet to find any reason why the mayor can't have a podcast. I'm sure there's certain things I can't talk about on it. But uh, nothing preventing me from continuing that. I might change the name to... Because I'd hate for the fans just to... Me running the city. Might be in the new name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would we'll be just fantastic. Is it just me in charge of everything? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, a lot of phone calls to high school teachers of mine. <laughs> On that first. Hey, now will, when you become mayor, will I be? Will, will you be able to like say endorse me as your professional uh, ceremonial scissor sharpener? Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to come help me with that. Absolutely. You have to teach me how to use the big scissors. Um, <laughs> and I get to re-edge them for you. I'm gonna do a lot of that. I'm gonna close places down just so I can open them because that looks like fun. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> shutting businesses down. You're shut down. Why? Because I'm going to open you tomorrow. I just want to cut the ribbon. Shut up. <laughs> but not only that, but don't forget, you also get to do. You also get to use the golden shovel for breaking new ground on things. That's true. 
Speaking of which, did you hear about the uh, group of uh, iron workers that recreated that famous photograph and they all got uh, reprimanded for it? Yeah. No. Which you what know, are we talking about? Which which of New York where the guys are up on the girders and they're drinking and you know it's a famous photograph. He's on all the posters from like the. Oh. A, a bunch yeah, of yeah. Guys recreated that. A bunch of construction workers decided to recreate that photo this weekend, and they all got in a lot of trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's pretty fantastic. Um, I thought it was good. It was only good fun. It was uh, incredibly stupid and dangerous. But still but funny. still funny. Um, and that's what we're going for. I cannot believe the twist our next couple of months is going to take. But uh, we can shut up about it pretty much until September 14th now. I don't see a lot happening until then. So... Uh, thanks for listening to my last and Jesus, however long I've been babbling about it, but I've been dying to talk about this with you all weekend. Yes, I've been dying to hear about it, so this is awesome. This is final public announcement on the podcast. This is there great. is nothing uh, else has happened in the universe. I'm sure tons of stuff has happened this weekend, but in my mind, no. And I, nothing. Uh, this is just... If you check the Milton events page, nothing's happened here either. Well, so I'm going to get everyone in Milton to track the uh, 2018 run for mayor. Because I am a candidate. That's true. <laughs> Are you listening, people out there, people of Ashburn, Virginia? I'm officially a politician. Uh, I could be coming early. I don't know. Who knows? The sky is coming here. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Mr. Trudeau did not stop to talk to me today. Very disappointing uh, that he didn't even call. I mean, if I was in Ottawa, he'd be the first call I made. And I kind of thought the same of him, but apparently not. Apparently, he's not just like me, as he once said. No, he's not at all. He doesn't give a crap. No, he told me we were friends. He looked me point blank in the eye and told me we were friends in 2015 when he was here, when I last saw him. And today he walked right by me in the parade as if I was just another guy in the crowd. So uh, I don't know what that's all about, but I'm not impressed. Nor should you be. Um, I don't know much else. I've been following a lot of Trump this weekend. I know there's a lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah, I got to get caught up on that one because I haven't been following a huge amount. I just know that he called it LeBron James and what a yeah, he tool also, for doing um, that. He made up a story regarding his son meeting with the Russians before he was elected. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. met with a group of Russians at Trump Tower. Uh, Donald Trump gave yeah. one reason for that meeting and the truth came out about another reason of that meeting. And he's just got nothing to say. It's fake news. Well, it's yeah. not. Fake. Well, that and coercion isn't illegal. <laughs> no, it's not. No, you won't find that in. Uh... And hey, let me just be the first to say, uh, everybody, anything bad you hear about me for the next two months, fake news, totally fake. <laughs> uh, so watch your step there, Galus. All right, Galus, um, Alia. Who else is there? I only know Chris Galus. Who else is there? You're going to, oh, Von Palmer. That's Von Palmer, no the political guy on CKNW. You're going to want to be nice to me. 
Um, not really. He's mostly in Victoria. He doesn't give a crap. But uh, anyone on CKNW who uh, wants to get in touch with me, I am going to try. Gordon, you're going to have to figure out who your uh, equivalent is. Let's try to figure that out. Because I, I know you get Drex. Drex is coast to coast. And uh, yeah. if you can start listening to Drex, uh, I'm going to try to get him endorsing me as much as possible. I think he's a great guy, and he likes me. We've talked many, many times over the last, since the beginning of this podcast, because I kept trying to get him to listen to it. And I'm pretty sure he has, because two days after we do a subject, he does it. So uh, I'm thinking he's just directly stealing from us. Hmm. Um, we need to uh, we need to ruin this guy for some reason now. Also, now this I actually genuinely believe on uh, CTV Morning News. They had a big thing about a week ago on whether or not people are being too rude to each other. Really? Yes. Uh, sounded suspiciously like our little project. <laughs> um, it does, it does. Them, in fact, uh, except they took a very Christian point of view. Um, but other than that, it was pretty much exactly what we're doing. And I swear to God, that's true. And I want to look into it. I think someone's stealing from us. I think our little podcast is more popular than people are starting to admit. Hmm. Okay, people. So if this is true. You've officially been targeted. And uh, back. I, I think uh, all the more reason to start stepping up the production value and get us, well, at least to the point where we can hear each other would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a nice thing. <laughs> I would enjoy that very much, to be able to hear a full rant from Eric and for you to hear a full rant from me. That would definitely add some cohesion to what we're saying to each other, because if you go back and listen sometimes when it's just both of us talking and – we're just completely on two different subjects, talking over each other, and neither of us know it. It's it's entertaining, but uh, <laughs> counterintuitive <laughs> to the message we're trying to get across. Or messages, as it is. <laughs> I didn't know we're on two completely different wavelengths most of the time. <laughs> Well, when you only get to hear five words out of an entire paragraph of statement, you know, it's a little yeah, difficult. It's, it's rough. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm getting that right now. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we are going to get better as we go along. I'm, I'm looking into ways. I found a couple of them that are practical, but uh, I was a little distracted this weekend, so. We'll... we'll, we'll... I don't want to talk about it on the air or something. Uh, yeah, no problem. Do you have anything else you want to uh, discuss? Um, well, speaking of our sort of our, of our movement here of trying to get people to be nice, um, I did have an interesting customer interaction that I would like to briefly talk about. Sure. And actually, um, I had a lady. Sorry. What was I have that? asshole that I need to announce um, afterwards. So go ahead, go ahead with your story first, and then I have my asshole of the week for for everybody. And the hashtag easiest thing in the world competition. Perfect. Go ahead. <laughs> so I had a lady came in, uh, as, as anybody who is listening to the show over the last couple of weeks has heard, I was 
very irate about our corn issue. Yeah, we're about how people have treated the staff about corn. It's corn people get over it. Um, so the corn sale has ended. Thank the mighty God up above. My God, that was a terrible experience. Uh, but it's, it's ended. So instead of twelve for a dollar eighty-eight, the sale is now five for a dollar ninety-nine. Which for its own record is still a. The, the next day I saw. The, What's that? The next day I saw the. And yes, yes, I saw that. There was no employee there. People were just left to uh, tear each other apart on their own. Yeah, it's it's a crazy, crazy, crazy thing. Um, so Adelaide came up to me. <laughs> um, Adelaide came up to me. No problem. Adelaide came up to me. I she was one of the people that was actually very mean about the whole experience the week the previous week when the sale was on. And she comes up and she goes, "Excuse me, I have a question." I said, "Sure." I said, "How can I help?" She goes. What's with she was what's what's this? And she sort of points to the corn. I said, It's corn on the cob. I said, You were here last week. You know what this stuff is. You bought some from me. And she goes, I don't appreciate you being a smart ass. I said, Okay, how can I help? She goes, What's with the price? I'm like, Well, the sale is over, so it's a new sale. Still a good deal. She goes, Well, I don't want to pay that price. I want to pay the original price because that's what I wanted to buy. That's what I was coming in to buy it as. I said, well, the sale's over. There's nothing you can do about it. That's the price that it is. She goes, I want to speak to your manager. I said, no, why is that? What is my manager going to come out to say other than to tell you, says the same thing that I just told you, which is it is a different price. And that's of the course. sale that it is at this week. She goes, and she, she starts getting like really mad at me for all this. And she's like, I don't agree with this. I just because just because my life doesn't work around your schedule doesn't mean that I have to pay your prices. Yeah, that's I said actually it does. Work. I say, can you go into that's how businesses work in general. We we set the prices, you come in and pay for it. If you can't show up that week, well then you miss out that deal. That's just the you way it works. Me, can I interrupt for one sec? Um, please, uh, please. Boss, I own Shoppers Drug Mart now. Yeah, Shoppers right. Drug Mart now sells no-name products. Uh, no-name yes. potato chips, the big bag of potato for a dollar twenty-nine. Sometimes, uh, yeah, I can't keep track of when the damn sale is. So I go in there almost every time, and it's a gamble. It's like, oh damn it! I mean, it was a dollar twenty-nine yesterday. Today it's a dollar. It's very frustrating. It keeps you on your toes. <laughs> no, a smart guy would it's like, true. because it seems to be a regular thing. I'm sure there's some sort of schedule. If I just ask, they'd tell me. But I, I kind of have fun in my way. You know, you never know how your afternoon is going to be when you go for your chips for lunch. And um, <laughs> it's the it's the funny part. Of it. Council meeting. It could be tense. It could be good. It depends on Shoppers Drug Mart and their chip price. <laughs> that's right. Although I think the mayor can afford more than dollar twenty nine chips. Anyway, my point is. That's how sales work. You they you miss them and then they don't they're not there anymore and you pay the normal price. That's right. So we're having this discussion about this, about you know the pricing on everything, and she's saying how she doesn't agree with it. And I said, Well, let me ask you something. I said, Has this ever worked for you before? She goes, What do you mean? I said, Have you ever walked into, say, I don't know, Walmart or or any store and picked up an item and said, No, no. 
I'm going to pay you this instead. Has that ever worked? And she looked at me and I said, because you're being awfully mean to me, knowing full well that A, I don't set the prices. B, I have nothing to do with the price change and all that stuff. All I do is bring out merchandise and talk to people. That's my job. That's as far as it goes. That's all I do. And you're being really mean to me over something that you know won't be changed, that you have no power to change it whatsoever, and nobody's going to listen to you about it. And I don't understand why you feel the need to talk down to me about this whole thing. I said, I'm just trying to have a good mood, and you are not going to ruin this for me because I'm just trying to have a good day. I'm, I'm having a good day so far. And I'm not going to have you come in here and yell at me because of something. Hold on. She looked at me. And she goes, am I really being mean? And I go, yeah, you actually are. I said, and I don't understand why. I said, it's corn. It's not a big deal. She looked at me kind of puzzled. And she walked away. And she just sort of paused. And I saw her at one point. She paused and she looked back over her shoulder and looked at me. And she had this look on her face of almost recognition. Like, for the first time in her life, she just realized that she's a twat. Very nice. And it was a really, it was a good, it was a good feeling. It was one of the better days I've had since I started working there when I actually saw where I got the point across to somebody where they realized that just because you're a bitch doesn't mean you're going to get and your way. you know what? Maybe, just maybe, you have changed her and she will start realizing a more positive outcome when she starts approaching people more positively because of what you did for her. That's what I'm hoping, and that would be a fantastic thing to have realized. Maybe she comes back. Because my customers like me as it stands, and I love my customers. You know, we, we, I have a great understanding with a lot of these people. I have people that come in on an almost every other day sort of thing where they come in and they ask me, how do I pick the best of this? How do I know when this is good? And, you know, we have talks about this. We swap recipes. I love these customers. I love these type of people because they're there to learn. They're there to have fun. And they're not there to just bitch somebody out for doing their job. And I think this lady finally got that point across to her. And it felt really good. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt until we get a sequel to this story. And then maybe nobody ever genuinely told her she was being mean. And maybe she honestly didn't know. And you and I think and that's maybe it. You've changed her life forever, and let's God, let's hope so. I hope so, because I've had that happen before. I've had, you know, like uh, living in Vancouver and dealing with the West Vanners. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm pointing out, I'm pointing out to you guys. Um, you're you're mean people. A lot of you are very mean. You're degrading. Um, and I never understood it. And I've stood up to a bunch of you, and I've had a lot of you change your attitude and you've come back in a future visit and you sought me out and say hey Gord, how you doing today you know in a much better positive mood and talking to me and you know looking for advice on certain things and it was a great thing to see that change in people and i'm hoping that's happened to this lady oh can you hear me All right, there you are. Hello. Sorry about that. Uh, there yes, I totally okay. agree with you. I think that's the best we can hope for for people. Um, I have my dick 
of the competition for the week. Uh, Perfect. I was at a bus stop, and a gentleman, uh, a girl started coughing, and this guy didn't pay attention. She got up and moved away from the bus stop without saying anything, looked directly at him. She was clearly didn't want him smoking at this bus stop. The smoke was bothering her. She didn't say anything. She very politely got up and moved. He went and stood closer to her and continued to smoke. Oh, no. I have to be the one to admit to all of you that was me. I was that guy. Completely oblivious to this woman's problems. Now, I will say it was a dick thing to do. I went up to her before the bus came. I finished my cigarette. I went up to her and I said, excuse me, did you move because of my cigarette? And she, very, she wouldn't, she very meekly, oh, no, no, no. I was, I, I, did you move because of my cigarette? She said, yeah, I did. And I said, wow. Next time, yell at me. Don't let me get away with it. I said, not only is it incredibly rude, it's actually illegal. Um, so I, don't, what a wonderful lady to not say anything. She doesn't want to impose herself on other people, but she let me get away with something that I shouldn't have gotten away with. I was being an ass. And I very deeply apologized to her and I meant it. And, uh, you, you, being nice to each other doesn't mean, uh, being walked all over and having your rights violated because I am an ignorant ass. Uh, so don't do that, people. Don't put up with crap. You, there's a polite way to say, hey, you're not allowed to smoke here. Um, you know, you don't have to be belligerent about it. You don't have to use foul language. You don't have to be violent. But if someone's violating your rights, if someone's breaking the law and making you uncomfortable, tell them. Uh, especially if it's me. Um, That's, I mean... Congratulations, by the way, for being able to recognize that that was the, the thing, that you were the, the bad person in this incident and then to call yourself out for it. That, that's, a, that's a really good thing. I felt like a super... After I finally eventually figured out what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, that's not good. Uh, 